Well, hello everybody, it's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, because of the resurrection, prayer becomes even more important in our life to communion with God and to grow in our relationship with God. The world has moved on, but the church continues to celebrate the greatest event in human history, the resurrection of Jesus from the dead, where humanity was rejoined with the possibility of heaven and eternal life with God in heaven. Jesus, in his ministry life, he taught people to pray. We know in Luke chapter 11, we read Jesus teaching them how to pray the Our Father. And then Jesus encourages people to persevere in prayer. And so in Luke chapter 11, verse 5, we read this. And he said to them, that's Jesus, suppose one of you had a friend and you go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, let me, let, lend me three loaves of bread for a friend of mine has arrived and I have nothing to set before him. And he answers from within, Do not bother me. The door has already been locked and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, at least because of his persistence, he will give up, get up and give him whatever he needs. It's a very pas interesting passage of scripture. A few things are happening here. A, uh, a friend in the village has a friend who comes to visit. He goes to feed him, doesn't have enough food. So he goes, so the man who's being visited, he goes to his friend's place, knocks on the door and says, listen, I've had a friend visit me. I've run out of food. Will you give me a loaf of bread, which was the main part of the meal? Uh, the man from within inside says, listen, I'm already in bed. My kids are in bed with me. No, go away. But he eventually gets up and he gives to him because the other because his friend is persistently knocking at the door. Now we read the, the, there are three friends in this uh, in this story: the friend who has a friend visiting, and the friend who has a friend visiting going to his friend to ask for food. Now when we read this, we can read the story just at the level of perseverance, but there's other aspects to this as well that teach us about prayer and how we're meant to pray. And, and see, hospitality in their day was, was extraordinarily important. And they lived in an honor-shame world. An honor-shame world, honor was, way, was how you stood and were in relation to other people, how you, what standing you were in. And if you were in good honor, people would trade with you, people would do business with you. But if you were in poor honor, they would not. And that was their society. It was, it was very important, the whole honor-shame code that existed. So to, be, so to have someone visit your home and not to be able to feed them was to seem to breach honor. And so that person would have been in shame. Now, that was something everyone wanted to avoid. So there were a friend who was going to be in shame because he had a friend who visited and he couldn't feed him goes to his friend, another friend in the village. Now, in those days, houses were one or two rooms and cooking was done, baking was done in common. And so people probably knew how much food people had. And so the friend who had the visitor goes to his friend and says to him, will you give me some bread? The man calls out and says, well, I'm already in bed. Go away until the morning. But there was another principle at work here again. And again, it's the honor-shame code. People didn't want to see other people in 
in, in, uh, in shame. And so some scholars suggest to us that probably the man, yes, got up because of persistence, but also got up because he didn't want to see his friend in shame. What's all of that got to mean for today? We don't live in an honor-shame world as such, do we? It's this, is that when we go to God, when we go to God and we ask God to meet our needs, when we persist in prayer, in our worship of God, when we go to God in prayer, to talk to God, listen to God, be in the presence of God, God comes to us because he loves us, because of who God is. See, the man who got up out of, uh, out of bed and gave the bread was making sure that the other man was not in shame which would have been devastating to him in terms of how people treated him. In the same way, when God looks at us, God sees our real need, the bigger need than even just what we need, because God sees us in love. And God wants to look after us. God wants to meet our bigger need than just our immediate need. Because we can look at this passage of scripture and think, well, the need was the fact to feed the the friend who had come to visit But there was another level of this. And the other level was, if that man had not been able to uh, feed his visitor, he would have been in shame. And when you were in shame, people didn't trade with you. You were seen to be of of lesser uh, and, and people treated you more poorly. So the man who got up didn't just meet his need, but also helped him uh, stay out of being in shame. And the effect of that is that the man was free. In the same way, God wants to meet our needs. God wants to meet our needs. So if you today have needs, why don't you go right down below right now and why don't you write those needs and I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to write that God would meet your needs because the God who comes to you is the God who loves you, the God who wants to provide for you. And God just doesn't want to meet your immediate need. He wants to meet your bigger need that sometimes we don't even understand we have. Well, as we finish today, I want to tell you about, I, I have something very exciting coming out. I have a new book that's about to be launched called Start Strong. And all of us in our lives, I've, I don't know about you, but I'm always starting new things, starting new opportunities or making decisions to go to new places in my life. Well, that book's coming out soon. I pray that it really is a great blessing to you. And uh, uh, it's very exciting. And I'll tell you more about that in time. Uh, We have a God that loves us, cares for us, who wants to meet our needs. So why don't you write your prayers below and I'm going to pray with all my heart and all my faith that God would work in your life. Loving Father, I thank you today that you don't just want to meet the immediate need. You want to meet the need behind the need. You want to meet the deeper things that we need in life. Come, Lord God, to us and meet our needs. And Lord, I thank you in advance because of the prayers that we are going to pray in this, next, uh, in this next day, that you are going to perform your miraculous power in so many people's lives. I've seen it before. I believe you can do it again. And I'm thanking you in advance, Lord God, that you're going to change people's lives because of our prayer, because you're going to meet our need and you're going to even meet our deeper needs. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.